0: We're really excited to be included in Apple Podcasts Women's History Month's collection, celebrating the past and present legacy of self-identifying women. The collection has essential conversations for and by women, while centering and celebrating intersectionality. We're grateful to be included in the collection and hope you enjoy the conversation offered here today.
1: Young and Indigenous Podcast is an outlet for people to know about Indigenous knowledge, storytelling, and history. Through our youthful journeys as Indigenous people, through these stories, young people and elders share their experiences with us. Without them, we wouldn't be able to do this.
2: About to tell some red stories. Stay tuned.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yay podcast!
2: Hello my respected people, my name is Santana Rabang, I come from Lamy through my mother's side and through my father I come from Nooksack and First Nation Shuai village.
1: My name is Isabella James and I come from Lamy, my um, parents are um on my dad's side is from Lummi, then my mother is from Lummi and Spokane Indian tribe and yeah,
0: high school. Hinch, Waikihia Curlybear, Quinayo. Hello friends, my name is Waikihia Curlybear or Denise. Um I come from the Quinault Indian Nation from my mom's side and First Nations Musqueam also from my mom's side and from my dad's side I come from Athabascan Alaskan native. Thank you.
4: Hello, everyone. I seem so much less cold than you guys. <laughs> um, <laughs> You're cold. <laughs> Thanks. Um, hello, my name is Haley Rapata. I come from Lummi on my mother's side, and I come from Nooksack on my father's side.
1: Board. I know that we're here for Women's History Month, so here we are, all the women from Young and Indigenous podcasts from Children of the Sentence on Productions.
4: To honor Women's History Month, we've come here today to talk about what being a woman means to us and the roles that female mentors have played in our lives. Um, Leah,
5: let's just
2: start with a question of what does it mean to you
4: to be a woman? To me, being a woman Mm -hmm. means being unapologetically myself. I think it means that I can...
3: (laughs)
2: Girl. <laughs> my same thoughts. <laughs> no, those were my exact words, I promise you. I said uh, uh, authentically and unapologetically.
4: Yeah, it is. It's it's being able Air five. to...
2: A real high five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God.
4: It's being able to be excited and happy and also being able to be sad and angry and standing Taylor Swift, but also... <laughs> It's, It's being it's being myself, without fearing judgment from anybody else, and caring really what anybody else thinks.
2: Um. Yeah. No. I feel the same exact way to like unapologetically be be ourselves. Like, and part of me also like wants to acknowledge that like our answer or my answer isn't like a definitive answer to (coughs) what it means to be a woman. Like we obviously all have our different ideas of what being a woman means to us. And I think it's ultimately up to us to define what that means. And, you know, I'm still learning what that means. And as I grow older, you know, that changes. And for me right now, in this moment, I think being a woman means to be open to learning and growing. Um, to be strong and resilient while also being vulnerable and compassionate. Um, and just, you know, there's so many different things as well that we encompass as women. And it's really just up to us to figure out what that is.
1: Um to me for being a woman I think it's um I think it's very sacred to me we have all these roles and labels put on to us you know as women and I find it like in this time that women are becoming very independent with the way of life of how men have all these roles of being in charge and yeah I think it should go both ways you know like women are just like very powerful in some ways like You know, like, I just had a child and just being in that environment and knowing that us as women can bring life into this world and to know that we should respect that more and, like, you know, like, men don't really put a perspective on that of how we go through that sometimes and just know that, like, you know, we give you life so without us there wouldn't be any of us and, um it just like really important and I just like reflect on some of the things growing up of how you know men always were in charge and I find it for me being so independent that like women should start to be more not that we aren't up there but I feel like we have an understanding of things more sometimes and sometimes I'm just like what are you men even talking about or even should say boys (laughs) (laughs) but no I think I think think being a woman is just really awesome and really powerful and like when women come together it's just even more powerful and then like even in a safe space like this you know we all connect in ways that um Mm -hmm. you know like you know, that we talk about, like, I feel like just being in this safe place, I feel safe with all these women right now. So it makes me feel confident and beautiful and. I just, uh, I just love being around them. So. <laughs>
0: For me, I think I'm tired of being told what to do. Like, you're not allowed to do this, or you're not allowed to do that, or you can't go do that because that's a man's job. Like, no, I want to hunt for myself, <laughs> please, and fish. I can do all those things. But yeah, I'm just tired of getting told what to do and what I can't do and what I shouldn't be doing. But yeah, very independent, I would say. And no, I can't stand that, and that's all I have.
1: I agree with that. Yeah. I don't like being told what to do either. <laughs> <just makes> me... <laughs> <laughs> um Uh, what does it mean to be a tribal woman? Um, I think it's very important. I mean, growing up you see a lot of women just tribal women just being in these roles of um being leaders and like being um just say cooks or like speaking or teaching our younger generations of like arts and craft or anything um I feel like I don't know there's a lot of people that I look up to that are elders that teach us the importance of our culture and our way of life. And I feel like I'm still learning to be in those roles and, um, taking life as it goes. And, um, that's all I can think of that I have right now.
6: to give and take the discussions that we had with lawyers. I mean, you love to hate them sometimes, but they were always there <laughs> uh, on those parts of it. We would have to kick the lawyers out of the room to have a discussion to negotiate. We would have to come together with our own people. I had tribal members coming to my house saying, Francis, if you took the money, think what we could do with that money. Oh, my response to them, if I gave you $100 today, what are you gonna show me tomorrow? What is there for our future generations? It's about the salmon. I remember being on the river. I remember being down there with my mother, cutting up the big old Chinooks and then throwing them in our smokehouses, having that food that would go from one house to another house, being able to feed the families that weren't able to feed themselves, being able to sit down with families and have bread and water and that meal with them. I don't see that today anymore. And working with the young ones, you guys are so powerful. You're so powerful, and you don't know it yet. But when you do, you will recognize that. And you're the ones that will take this generations ahead for all of us. Your children and their children will carry on the messages for all of us. Remember the stories that you had heard. Listen to them.
0: Um, For me, it's like keeping knowledge, I guess, you know, they they teach us a lot of the things that we need to learn about our culture. And in my community, a lot of the um, elders that are knowledgeable are females, and they teach us our (laughs) language, and they teach us how to do other stuff, whether it be fishing or weaving or just anything culturally. That's what it means to be a tribal woman for me.
4: I think for me, being a tribal woman is being strong and resilient. I think other than that, I'm still trying to figure it out for myself.
2: (laughs) But, yeah. Yeah, um, for me, like, I feel like I totally ground myself in knowing who I am and where I come from and like my guiding star and like something that like keeps me going and like continues to motivate me is like all those who have come before us, you know, including all of the women and I always just try and carry myself in the way that I know that they would want me to as well as, you know, embody who they are and and what they stood for, I think speaks to a lot of who I am and, and how I carry myself and I think a lot of who I am too is like, you know, it's the joy and the happiness, but it's, you know, we as indigenous women we have a lot of generational trauma as well and I think a lot of that and a lot of the adversities that I've had to overcome have definitely shaped me into who I am today and like have helped equip me with the tools of like sharing you know different perspectives of what you know not a lot of people have to uh, deal with or you know, overcome. You know, like we have the good and the bad and I think it's important to acknowledge all of that. No, but like, yeah, we are strong and we're, we're resilient, but we, al- we also have had to overcome so many things that have been like actively put against us. Like there are sh- social structures that have been put in place or created to stand against who we are as women and indigenous women and let alone, you know, being women of color like we're faced with a lot more things that not a lot of people understand or have to go through. just like all about like learning from that too and like like okay yeah I made a mistake but how should I carry myself after that and how can I learn from that and how can I make myself better I guess cause I mean we're not perfect yeah. like but we try our best <laughs> as cliche as that sounds <laughs> we try our best <laughs> me too me too
6: but it was a teaching i mean i am 63 years old and i'm still learning so you always strive in that manner you always you always grasp because you learn every day every day something will come forth to you in in a different way. And things that had been said way back here, way back here, when you were small, and it might just click. Oh, okay, that's what they meant. Now I understand. We're in two worlds. My parents used to tell me that all the time. I had a meeting, a public meeting last night, and I had to explain to our local citizens, our local governments, we live in two worlds. I have the non-native Juanitam side that we grew up in, and then I have our cultural native side that we're growing into. Language, language is a strong message. I always tell, we'd always talk about that with our kids. And tell them, learn your language. I didn't have that opportunity
3: um,
4: so what strong women inspire you guys? I know for me, I'm most inspired literally by the people in this room Aww. i i I'm the youngest here. <laughs> And I guess being around you guys just has taught me so much about work, yeah, but also just, again, how, how I carry myself, like you said, and how how I act and making sure I'm acting in a way to where people younger than me can look up and see how it, I don't know, does that make sense? Um,
2: you guys inspire me,
1: and I love you. I love
2: you too. makes me emotional. It's a bunch of baby
1: goobers. (laughs) Let's see. Well, I'd have to agree with Haley, all the women in this room, and man, um, I'd have to say my mother, she was a very strong and independent person growing up. I mean... As much as I talk about all the things that she has done and for not being there for me in high school during my younger years she really took it upon herself to take care of us and be there for us and be that you know that strong woman that I looked up to in my life and she really grounded me into being the person I am today Um, she you know every time something that would happen even if it was bad or something that happened with my friends she would always tell me just to be me and be myself and continue to be who you are because they're just you know people in the world that haven't figured themselves out yet and I just like it really put that bond between us and she really like pushed me to you know do the things that I wanted to in my life and she just really just supported me and always talked to me and like even though like I'm still angry at her in some ways I'm still glad that I had her because you know if it wasn't for her I wouldn't be here today and I wouldn't be the person I am even with all the things that do go on in life and when I do go to her she still tells me like she's like I know the things happen that happen but she's like you're you deserve all the things that you're doing right now and you deserve to have all these people in your life that you have given things to and now they're given back so she's just a person that I really admire because she would really she would always go out and work for the things that she needed or to put clothes on her back or just to have food on the table. Um she worked really hard and, you know, we always had to walk to a lot of places when we were younger and she'd always go out clam digging or crabbing or fishing and I kinda I always forget that, but then I'm like, you know what? She's a really strong woman at the end of the day. And she took care of me and my siblings, but not only my siblings, but my stepdad's Kids and extra kids, so there's always like ten kids in the house. So I'd really, I really admire the mother that she
6: was. Do so. you want me to go or
4: are you? You can, go? you can go. i <laughs> like, I don't want to. Okay,
0: I can go. Um, okay. what strong woman inspires you? <sighs> okay, so. Um, I'm adopted, so i have to say my adopted mom. She inspires me the most because I wasn't the easiest kid, I would say, and I was very, I was just a bad kid, and she, I was angry at the world for a lot of things, and um, she really helped me not be angry at the world, and she put me on the path of learning my culture and my identity and who I am and what that means. So hopefully one day I can pass on to my kids or future generations. So yeah, that's who inspires me. I love that. Um
2: well you guys of course <laughs> I'm, like gonna say ditto again. <laughs> um mm-hmm. You all inspire me, of course, um, with just like where you all are at in your life right now and just embracing who you are and your identity. And, you know, a lot of people, including myself, start off, you know, at a later age in their life where they reconnect to culture and community and identity and I'm just always so proud of And it makes me so emotional like seeing the younger generations just fully and unapologetically be it themselves and have no shame in who we are and where we come from so the younger generations definitely inspire me my mother inspires me. Uh, she just recently got clean and sober, and I was with her, you know, every step of the way throughout that and just to really see her come from, you know, the bottom of the barrel, like she really it like the lowest point in her life and to watch her, you know battle against that and I might get emotional but you know um, just find her way back to us was you know really inspirational because it just goes to show that no matter where you're at in your life or how far far of a hole you fall, fall down you can always get back up and brush your shoulders off and um, overcome that. So my mother is someone that inspires me, um, and then all of the women that we met throughout the Salmon People Project. For um, real. Like I cannot even like express how much every single woman we've met, like Nancy Shippentower, Frances Sellers, Amy Cordalis, Molly Myers, Alyssa Macy. Um, there's so many women that we've met throughout this project that have inspired me and have allowed me to, you know, connect with my identity as a salmon, as a salmon people because my grandma passed the year before I was born and she was a strong fisherwoman and I hear nothing but beautiful stories about her and I, I live through those stories, like I embody my grandma was and to be able to meet women who are fighting um for salmon restoration and dam removal it's just so inspiring and it allows me and us to you know really see that there are different you know ways to advocate for our community and advocate for our people and there's different career paths that we can go down and you know with um, Amy Cordalis's story you know like her being on fish commissions and then experiencing like that largest fish kill along the Klamath River and like visually seeing thousands and thousands of dead fish in front of her like and that you know, triggered something in her to, like, go to law school and, you know, stand up, you know, for Yurok people, for Karuk people, for all Salmon people. Um, and she, like, just, like, her story truly inspires me. The fact that she's like, F this, you know, I'm going to go and go to law school and then, and, and start fighting these fights. And now look, like, she's leading the largest dam removal in history and you know just yeah all all of the women throughout Salmon People Project inspire me continue to inspire me and I was just so thankful and honored to be able to connect with them connect with their stories and be able to you know uplift their voices in such you know a huge fight that, that not a lot of people
7: understand. Um, right now, we're in the middle of the largest river restoration project in history, the largest dam removal project in history. We're gonna remove four dams on the Klamath River. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we are gonna do it. Um, I The way things look now, it could be as soon as 2024. You know, that's soon. And the salmon will come home. You know, they will go home. And before I get into the story, what I, what I want everyone in this circle to hear is that when you listen to the voice of your ancestors, you can do anything you set your heart to. Anything. And, and believe that. Feel that you follow that path that your ancestors set, you can accomplish anything. So you find the sacred where you are to empower you, right? And, and it goes wherever you are. So hold that, believe that. you know take that with you.
4: Andy mm. Cordalis, man.:
2: Yeah and all all those women like major girl crushes (laughs) (laughs)
3: um
4: what advice would you give to your younger self (gasps) i think the advice that i would give is i mean to of course keep listening but to also know when to speak up i think that's that's something I'm kind of just coming into now to where I've always been. my excuse has always been I need to i like i'm I'm the youngest I need to sit and learn and absorb, but I think I'm also learning that there are times when my perspective is needed, and I do need to speak up and
1: use my voice and kind of take that platform um I think the advice I'd give my younger self would be uh just listening to my elders and my mentors and um I just really wish that I I was just like going through a lot in my younger years and I just really didn't understand life and how it was and I really wish I set myself on a path to achieve things not that I'm not achieving things but to be on a just a better path to do those things because we I went through a lot of errors and struggles to get to where I am today but just just with everything I don't know how to say it with everything that just happened in my life I guess I wish I reached out for more love and support in those days because I was just so I just had a lot of walls built up to where I didn't let anybody in, and I wish I let people back in to support me more. And I feel like um, if I could tell my younger self that it was gonna be okay, that it that you were gonna make it through, and that it wasn't the end of the world. (laughs) But um, yeah.
2: Um, I would tell myself to savor it.
3: Mm.
2: I felt like when I was younger, I was in such a rush to grow up.
3: Yeah.
2: You know, and then sure enough, you grow up and you're like, oh, my gosh, responsibilities. Oh, my gosh, (laughs) bills. Oh, my gosh, you got to work. What? (laughs) So I think I, I tried too hard to grow up so fast. And, you know, I look back now and I wish that I would have just lived life on a day-by-day basis instead of always trying to focus on when I would turn 18 or when I would turn 21, you know? And so I would definitely tell myself to savor it and to just... connect you know sooner with who I am and where I come from because I feel like at an older age I started digging into my family tree and getting curious and I I really wish that curiosity would have sparked at a younger age so I would have told myself to you know start looking into that more I guess at at a younger age because that really helped ground me once I started learning my family tree, Um, because I went through this phase of questioning who I am and where I come from. And so learning that at a younger age, I think would have really helped grounded me and pushed me down a a much healthier pathway instead of being a little, you know, and trying to grow up too fast? <laughs>
0: Oof. Oh, um... I think I'd give myself a hug. Oh. I don't want to cry. God. Can we take time out? Just kidding. <laughs> um, yeah. I'd... Just say it would be okay, because I really didn't want to be here. and that you deserve the world, because I didn't have anybody growing up, and it was really hard for me, and I didn't want to be here at eight, and no kid should go through that. I can't, okay, I'm done, I'm sorry. I'll answer this later.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: sorry. Flap it off, that's how you
2: hide your <laughs> trauma. I know. <laughs> oh. Just kidding. Don't hide your trauma. It's not
0: helping. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. Me too.
1: <laughs> I'm glad you're here and you inspire me because you are involved in your culture very much. And I love that you make baskets and it's gonna be so inspiring to the next generation. And I think that's really beautiful.
5: Wait. Are
0: we? Are you team Haley or team oh, Selena?
2: Team Selena.
4: Girl. <laughs> oh my god. We don't like mean girls. No, the mean girl energy is unreal. I Not here. I'm no. no. <laughs> um. <laughs> Where have you been? For real. <laughs> huh? What? What brings you joy?
0: Um. What brings me joy is seeing our youth dancing or fishing, or doing whatever it is that they learn culturally. I think that's really important, and that makes me really happy, because our culture is dying, and you know, our youth, they absorb everything, so that's what makes me happy.
4: Um, I think I try to find joy in everything I do. I try to. I try to. <laughs> I try. I I I find joy in my morning walks with my dog and seeing her cute little corgi butt waddle. I find joy in those 15 minutes before bed where I let myself read and think and have some downtime before I start the whole day over again. Um this work here brings me so much joy. I'm around you guys and I'm connecting with my culture and yeah and all all the all the things all the
1: things (laughs) um what brings me joy um is my kids uh getting to wake up to them every morning and just getting to spend time with them and you know teach them things and you know Grounding them to be who they are and teaching them to where they come from. Um, Working out brings me joy. If I didn't work out, I would be a mental mess. (laughs) Um, And let's see. Yeah, um, working here brings me joy. Um, These are like one of the greatest places to be working. We have one of the greatest environments to be working in. It's not like any other place where you would work. And like, we're just like one big happy family, I'd say, (laughs) so. We have our, we have our, we have our (laughs) (laughs) moments, but no, being here teaches me a lot of things and makes me rethink my mind. And you know, we all, agree to disagree, but we learn from that, and I wouldn't change it in any any other way, um, and I would have to say just living one day at a time brings me joy, because, um, I mean, we tend to focus on the past so much, but I'm really trying to look forward to the future and how much joy I can live in that with having my own family now that I have built and knowing that I've learned from all the things in my life to make sure that my kids enjoy theirs, so.
2: I feel like I'm most joyful in the moments where I'm advocating for something that's bigger than myself, advocacy, brings me a lot of joy, using my voice brings me a lot of joy, my family and friends bring me a lot of joy, and I think like in relation to like Women's History Month, like what else brings me joy is like when women empower other women. And when I empower other women, and just knowing that there's women out there that you know truly have each other's back, you know. I would say that those are the things that bring me joy and food. Oh yeah. I love me some
4: food. <laughs> thank you guys all for listening today. I'm so glad we were all able to come together and have Bella back in and Santana back. We missed y'all. I missed
1: you too. I think about you guys every day. <laughs> <laughs> Same, girl. <laughs> Hi, Shka, and thank you guys for being, or ladies, for being here. And I'm glad to see where this goes for woman history. So.
2: Yeah, many high shivers. <laughs> My hands go up to you. <laughs> I really, I'm really happy that we were able to share this space with one another and just um, be vulnerable and, and real with one another. I always uh, appreciate moments like this. So, I love you guys. I love
3: you. I love love you (laughs) (laughs) too.
4: Thank you to all the listeners for listening to all the rambling we have to say.
2: (laughs) We hope you all have a good Women's History Month, and that is being inclusive with non-binary, trans, and two-spirit. Don't be a hater.
0: No one likes a hater.
2: Don't be judgmental.
0: I'm gonna say "see Oakville" to you guys because I'm still new here a little bit, and I really liked it. it. Felt like kind of almost like bonding. Like you guys are so cool. <laughs> if you You're guys so are cool. like really empowering, sorry, <laughs> not you guys, girls. And You're cool. <laughs> yeah, I just you guys are really enjoyable to be around, and the environment that you guys give off is really good. Thank you.
3: Thank you. I'm so glad you're (laughs)
5: here. Young and Indigenous is part of Children of the Setting Sun Productions. Thank you to our funders, the Descurain Foundation and Whatcom Community Foundation. This episode was produced by Ellie Smith, Haley Rapata, Bella James by Kikia Curly Bear, Santana Robang, Roy Alexander, and Beau Garrow. Original music by Mark Nichols, Eliza Julius, Julie Lewis, Dylan Letchworth, Ellie Smith, and Swilkanen. Traditional and family songs performed by Nan Nikkei Gorman and Tanya Teton.
2: The women's song by the Miller family, sung by Skokomish at the 2019 Paddle to
5: Included in this episode were the voices of Francis Charles and Amy Cordalis. You can find Young and Indigenous Podcasts on Instagram and Facebook.